I can just imagine him in a meeting. You know, yes, this is the contract I've been waiting for. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you very much, Jerry. And he signs his name, and then he stands up and he says, I'm going to go ahead and have the surgery now. You can't turn the football over 17 times and think you're going to win a game. Can't do it. Won't do it. Cole, I appreciate everything you did for the Dallas Cowboys. Cole, go get your money. <laughs> I mess up his name. I can't even get this. That's a kitty. That's a kitty. That's a kitty. But at the same time, oh, we're going to shackle them in? We're going to take over? <laughs> you are not Diana Prince. This is not Demascara. I saw it coming. That's why I went solo. You'll never see me coming. Rebellious tattoos. So what? That boy can kick. Welcome to all living and breathing intelligent bipeds on the planet Earth to this sick show. It's the man, the myth, the hashtag legend in my own mind, Big Day. Talking not only sports, but news of all kinds. This episode of this sick show is being brought to you by Amazing Amazon Deals. If you're looking for amazing Amazon deals from Amazon, then go to the BGCSports.net website and click on the amazing Amazon deals page and take advantage of all the great offers that we have, all from the station that just needs to change its name to amazing. We are the BGC Sports Network. So what? New England Patriots draft pick Justin Rohrwasser said Monday he is going to remove a tattoo associated with a so-called anti-government group. Rohrwasser told CBS Boston the tattoo linked to the three percenters doesn't represent who he is and that he got it when he was 18 years old. He said that he didn't know what the link or the ink symbolized before he got the got drafted over last weekend. Quote, I went on to Twitter and I saw the tweet. I saw that someone had taken a picture of me and put it with my tattoo and linking me to some horrific events, you know, obviously the Charlottesville and those horrible things he told the station, adding that it never came up when he played at Marshall University. Rohrwasser initially said he was going to cover up the tattoo, but changed course over the last few days. He said, quote, as soon as I saw what it was linked to on Saturday, it was exactly that time I knew I had to get it totally taken off my body. I said, cover it up, but I want to get it removed from my body. It's shameful that I had uh, it on there ignorantly in the first place. Now, Roar Wasser is an 85.7% field goal kicker. In his last season at Marshall. And last year, Warwasser told the Herd Zone his tattoos were all random. 
Rawasser, a fifth-round draft pick, said Saturday the Patriots are getting a guy who is a hard worker and somebody who is going to choose or to chase after the best version of themselves and a good teammate. What do I have to say about this? Well, first of all, there's no way you could be 18 years old and not know what that mark or that tattoo symbolized. You didn't just wake up and the tattoo was on you. Yeah, it might have happened at a time when you went out drinking with your buddies, partying with your buddies, whatever. You might have been too drunk to recognize it or you might not have been too drunk to recognize it. But the whole point is, it was there. You allowed it to be put into your skin. And I know for a fact in my heart of hearts, you know what the three percenters are all about. We all look at the Charlottesville thing that happened. We look at the lady who lost her life and the guy driving through uh, the crowd trying to run over folks in Charlottesville and the Klan was there and part of the three percenters is part of the nation of the Klan's and you had their tattoo on. Okay, 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 okay. I I, I see what's going on here. Uh, folks, it's called peer pressure. Now, I'm not saying anything about the guy negative. The guy is probably a really good kid. He's probably one of those kids you say, man, that is a really nice kid. But guess what? Kids make mistakes. Kids do things to be a part of the peer pressure, to be a part of the, the, the people they're hanging around with. Kids will do anything. This dude is 18, 19 years old, yo. He got the tattoo because some of his friends was probably three percenters. I'm pretty sure he has said the N-word around his friends. Whether it was jokingly or he was pointing something out, we don't know. But we do know this. If you're a part of the three percenters, that N-word is hanging on the tip of your tongue at any point. But I'm not faulting him for this. This is a young man. He's 18, 19 years old. Like I said, he's getting ready to go to the NFL. He's getting ready to go kick for the new England Patriots. This is a huge deal for him. So, yes, when you get out there and reporters are asking you about your tattoo, you're going to have to explain why you have that particular uh, tattoo and, and why it's still there and what relevance it is to you. And if it's something that you don't believe in, yes, you have it removed. But my thing is, whether he had it removed or not, so what? It, it, you know, here's the thing, man. Political correctness has gone absolutely too freaking far. You can't be affiliated or associate yourself with anything these days. Like, if I wanna, I'm, I'm sitting right now, as a matter of fact, this show is being taped at a park. Somewhere in Arlington, Texas, I can't tell you where. I'm in an undisclosed location sitting in my 
expedition with the sunroof top open dice in the mirror lounging with a kelk as I do this show but if I say I want to be part of the reserve parking committee and I want a tattoo because I want to be a part of it or you know everybody around me has a reserve parking committee tattoo and then I go to the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL whatever it is and people take offense to the fact that I got a reserve parking tattoo yet they see me walking around why do you need reserve parking why do you need to reserve parking placard if you're able to walk around I mean this is how people are thinking because I chose to be a part of the reserve parking association I was young back then I was 20 something when I did it Everybody was a part of it. I wanted to be a part of it. This is what this young man did. Justin Rohrwasser basically was a victim, or I don't want to say victim, but he was pressured by his peers into getting this particular tattoo. I don't think Justin Rohrwasser sat up and said, you know what? I just don't like black people. You're going to the NFL, buddy. And if you don't like black people, you're going to soon like them, love them, hate them. You ain't going to be around too long. I'm going to tell you that. So hopefully, that is not the mindset of this young man. But you know, people are writing little stories about it and people saying little things about it. And, you know, this is huge coverage by Fox on this thing. And just because he has the tattoo and then he's like, well, I'm going to go ahead and take it off. Well, you know what? That You do what you want to do. But even if he didn't take it off, I am not going to be one of those people that's going to boo him every time he goes to kick the ball. Especially if he's playing for my team. Which he's not, because I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, not a Patriots fan. But still, I wouldn't boo him. I wouldn't think none of it. Think about this. How many players in the NFL has tattoos of things that mean something dear to them and then tattoos of things that don't mean deadly squat? They was out being stupid. That'd be like me getting two pieces of dice tattooed into my shoulder. Waking up and I don't even play craps. I don't even roll the dice. Let alone roll the dice with my life. So it, you, you, you got it. There's a gray area there, folks. And we, we got to stop being so friggin' conscious about every John Brown thing that is going on with an individual. Right now, I'm more concerned if he's got COVID or not. This cat could potentially come in there 
with some COVID. Nobody saying anything about that. Nobody's looking at that. What they are looking at is that 85.7% field goal percentage that he had last season with the Marshall Hundering Third or, 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 or the Marshall Thundering Herd. See, I got dyslexia real quick there. Gotta come back. Bring it in. Bring it in. Woosa. Woosa. The Marshall Thundering Herd out of Huntington, West Virginia, which is just basically a stone's throw from Charleston University where I went to school for broadcasting. Mixed with a little liberal arts, mixed with some business and marketing, you know, I, just, I'm, I, I like to be a jack of all trades. But the Patriots, who are known to take people who got some problems, i.e. Aaron Hernandez, i.e. Antonio Brown. They just have taken on some individuals that, you know, other people would have thrown away. So, why would you think, you know, they wouldn't take this young man? This is right along, along the lines of that. Patriots like to be involved in controversy. I.e. Spygate, I.e. Deflategate, I.e. Spygate number two. The Patriot organization loves foolishness like this. Anything to get them an advantage to try to win another Super Bowl. They don't give a flip. They don't care. What you did in the past, as long as you don't do it when you were the Patriot organization. So, I applaud Justin Rohr Wasser, who was taken in the fifth round on last Saturday by the New England Patriots. I applaud him for saying, I don't want to cause no controversy. I don't want to come in the league with no foolishness. I'm going to go ahead and have it removed. He said, I'm sorry for all of my friends and family that had to defend me. Putting them in that compromised position is one of the biggest regrets I'll ever have. So to them, I'm sorry. I'm going to learn from this no matter what. It's not who I am. Hopefully, you all will find that out. Bravo, Justin. Bravo. Because you got... Me defending you And y'all know I just don't defend anybody So there has to be Something else to this And I kind of Read between the lines But Justin ain't that bad Y'all This boy just want to Kick football In the NFL And that's exactly What he's going To do Alright When we come back In segment two Another NBA player Has lost Loved ones To we're going to talk about that because now it's hitting close to home for a lot of people. So don't go anywhere. Got a great show for you today. Right here on this sick show. You're listening to This Sick Show with Big Day. 
Welcome back to this sick show. We had a great time at the Over Heights unofficial and slightly censored NFL draft talk where we were broadcasting from the bunker. We had a great time and we were doing great on uh, Facebook. We were doing great on Facebook until the Facebook server went down. There were so many people on the Facebook server. It was ridiculous because everybody was on Facebook and Zoom. It was Zoom and Facebook. We were one of the ones that got knocked off. But I just want to say big props to Switcher Studio for letting us know what all was going on because we was like, whoa, 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 whoa. We, we had thousands of people watching us and then had to tell them to go ahead and switch to the radio side. And they did. And we appreciate all of you that tuned in for the overhyped, unofficial, and slightly censored NFL draft talk. Now, I got to tell you, coming up Thursday, June 25th, because we get ready to go into the month of May, and guess what? June will be here before you know it, and the NBA draft will be happening, and we will be at TJ's Catfish and Wings for the overhyped, unofficial, and slightly censored NBA draft talk live at TJ's Catfish and Wings. You don't want to miss it. Mark it on your calendar because you know you ain't got nothing to do on draft day except spend time with us. Hopefully, the COVID restrictions will be up more than 50% and we'll be able to invite each and every one of you who's listening right now to TJ's Catfish and Wings for some great catfish and wings and draft talk. All right. Former NBA guard Sebastian Telfair has lost his mother and brother reportedly after contracting the COVID. Erica Telfair, his mother died early Monday after battling the illness and Dan Turner, his brother, died from the virus on March 28th. Telfair's former coach, Dwayne Morton, told the New York Post this. Stefan Marbury, Telfair's cousin, had revealed in an interview with The Undefeated last month that Turner had passed away from the virus and that Erica Telfair was battling the illness. Now, according to the New York Post, Sebastian Telfair's younger brother, Ethan, posted about his relatives' deaths on social media. Said, quote, let me see them x-rays. I ain't no expert. We just hurt. Ethan Telfair reportedly wrote on his Instagram story. Now, in March, Ethan Telfair remembered his brother in a tweet saying, quote, today I lost my big brother and it's ripping my heart out and spirit apart. I love you so much and I don't know how I'm going to get over this. End of quote. The Portland Trailblazers selected Telfair with the number 13 pick of the 2004 NBA draft. Same class that saw Dwight Howard taken at number one. Telfair was a standout at Abraham Lincoln High School in Brooklyn before skipping college and going to the paroles. 
Sebastian Telfair played for the Trailblazers, Boston Celtics, Minnesota Timberwolves, Los Angeles Clippers, Cleveland Cavaliers, Phoenix Suns, Toronto Raptors, and the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's where he spent his career in the NBA. Hey, you know what? I I, I I gotta I gotta say this. Carl Anthony Towns lost his mom to COVID. Um, we just had here in Dallas, Fort Worth, a young girl, 17 years of age, in the city of Lancaster. It's within the Metroplex. Lost her life to COVID. There's over one million cases in the United States of America alone of COVID. We've had 58, almost 59,000 deaths in the United States from COVID. It's more people that died from COVID than died in the Vietnam War for the United States of America. I just got to just warn you, everyone, and especially those who keep saying this isn't as bad as the flu. The flu has killed more people. Stop that foolish talk. You know why I can say stop that foolish talk? This is what you don't get. The flu happens every year. Let's say the flu, the flu kills a million people on the planet Earth, okay? The flu doesn't happen everywhere at once. The flu comes in seasons. This particular virus, COVID-19 as they call it, happened everywhere at once. As a matter of fact, this particular virus shut the world down as we know it. The flu, when it first came out, when we first discovered the flu in 1918, it was called the Spanish influenza. Spanish influenza shut everything down. The flu shut the world down back then. But now, no, not so. It, it is not so. And everybody keeps on acting like this is only the flu. This is not the flu. This is something new. This thing has shut down the world's economy. And now, you got people losing loved ones. You've got NBA stars losing loved ones. Here's the thing about that. You know that the NBA stars take care of their mama. Can I, can, can I say that in the slang of how I feel? Them boys take care of their mama. They watch out to their mamas. You know they got some of the best care. The fact that they were even able to test their mama or get them tested is a testimony to how much NBA players, NBA stars, and former NBA stars have access to stuff that we normal people don't have. 
because guess what? The simple fact of it is this. I haven't been checked for COVID. I haven't took the coronavirus test. But I guarantee you that both my wife and myself had COVID back in December of 2019. November, December 2019. We had COVID. All the symptoms they're talking about now and how, you know, uh, 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 your temperature goes up to 100, 203, and then you're getting chills and you can't stop the chills and, and all that stuff that was going on and the pain and then the sore throat. And we had all of those symptoms, which leads me to believe, here, here you're going to call it a conspiracy theory. COVID was already here. We just didn't know what it was. I mean, shoot. When I went in, they said I had partial pneumonia. Partial pneumonia? How do you have partial pneumonia? Partial pneumonia? Not just, Mr. Day, you have a slight case of pneumonia. They said, partial pneumonia? And I was like, what the heck is partial pneumonia? And they gave me medicine. I got better pretty quickly. Life has since went on. I've had some deep coughs. I've had some trouble sleeping. I've had some headaches. But not everything at once. But when my wife came down with it in early February, why did right as it was breaking in China, we was like, what, what the what the heck? And they told her, you got Partial bronchitis! Not partial pneumonia! Partial bronchitis! And we rolled with it! We rolled with the punches! We stuck it out! And the thing about it is, we've been quarantined for like six months! It seems like six months. It seems like we've been in the house six years. But we have quarantined and made sure that we wasn't infecting anybody else. Wearing masks, plural. And just being careful about where we have been and where we are going. But 
but it's hitting close to home now because when you start talking about brothers and sisters and moms and dads passing away, this thing is serious and you guys got to understand this listening audience out there. COVID is no joke. Nobody wants to die from COVID. Bro, that ain't even, that ain't even cool. It ain't in the least bit cute. But it's ridiculous. And what burns my butt is, is that the United States knew about this way before it got here. And here goes 45, blaming it on the Democrats when it first came out. And now they have found out that COVID started somewhere else and Seattle was not the initial one. The ball didn't start getting rolling until the people, God rest their souls, who lost their lives in that nursing home in Seattle. That's when, that's when they said, oh, we might have a problem. And here's the last thing in, in these last four to five minutes that I have, I want to discuss about this. These states are so set on opening up commerce. And I understand people want to work. I understand people need to work. I don't understand why people who rent houses, you know, some can get assistance from the CARES Act, but it depends on the landlord. And these ignorant landlords are just, <laughs> there ain't no other way to put it, being ignorant. We're in a state of emergency. What would happen if a nuclear bomb was dropped and nobody could go to work? Are you still gonna be knocking on the door? Looking for your money? Ain't nobody working. I mean, it's, come on, have a heart. Have a heart. These are extraordinary times that we are in. We have never been in these times before. I hope we are never in these times going forward again. But it's extraordinary times. Unprecedented is what they're calling this season. As a matter of fact, we've about to move into a whole age movement of unprecedented. Just like you had the Renaissance age. You got the age of social distancing. See, a lot of people haven't thought about the social distancing, how far it could possibly go. But think about this. How are you going to do concerts with social distancing? How are high schools and, and, and colleges and junior highs going to do band with social distancing? How are movies going to look when people can't interact with each other? They have to be six feet away. 
how are you gonna write scripts with people practicing social distancing and people operating in fear of the COVID? How are you gonna do all that? That's a big question. is hitting closer to home than ever. Than ever. And I just, I, I just, I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I am head blown. Remember that commercialjet.com? Mind blown. That people are not taking this seriously. People are going into Kroger's and they're going into Walmart and they're going into these different places. They're not taking social distancing seriously. I took my daughter to Walmart. She went into Walmart. She said there was a lady about two feet away from her just coughing. And she had to turn around and said, Six fate. Six fate. You know what, why am I even wasting my, my breath about this? Y'all ain't listening. Y'all, y'all gonna do what you wanna do, so I ain't, ain't no need to be talking about COVID no more, cause y'all gonna do what you wanna do. So, I'm gonna go on and take this commercial break. But when we come back in the third segment, we gonna talk about, where's Kim? Where is Kim Jong-un? When we come back on this sick show. Stay tuned for more This Sick Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. Welcome back to this sick show. I want to remind you again about all the amazing deals that you can find by going to the bgcsports.net website and click on amazing Amazon deals page. And once you go on there, you're going to see all kinds of great deals. 20% off here, 50% off there. And I'm talking electronics, clothing, car accessories, whatever it is that you might need, you can find it on the amazing Amazon deals page on bgcsports.net. Man, this thing has gotten so crazy, we might need to start calling ourselves the BGC Sports Amazing Network. Highly doubt it. But I can put the plug in there anyway. Well, some of you may not remember. You may not remember a game called Where's Waldo. 
Waldo was a fictional character that he was always traveling around the world and he would end up in some crazy places and everybody would wonder where's Waldo matter of fact they ended up being a cartoon and the Spanish version became where in the world is Carmen San Diego I used to love that show actually I'm just being truthful it's a nice little show too bad they took it off it was educational where in the world is Carmen San Diego but now now we've got where's Kim Jong Oh Where's Kim? Can't nobody find it to do. And honestly, ain't too many people that look like Kim Jong un so he ain't hard to miss or hard to find. But a top South Korean official believes that the North Korean leader, Kim Jong-un, may have missed the birthday celebration of his grandfather on April 15th because of COVID. Here we go. Now COVID is with North Korea. And not because he was ill. According to a report on last Tuesday, I mean rumors regarding Kim's health his absence from certain events could have stemmed from steps taken recently in North Korea to limit a potential COVID outbreak, officials say. It is true, and this is according to Reuters, quote, it is true that he had never missed the anniversary for the state founder, Kim II Sung's birthday since he took power, but many anniversary events, including celebrations and a banquet, had been canceled because of COVID concerns. Unification Minister Kim Yon Chul said at a parliamentary hearing and North Korea has canceled a bunch of events, imposed border lockdowns and increased quarantine measures in an effort to prevent an outbreak of the COVID Officials in South Korea have also reportedly detected no unusual movements in the country while cautioning against reports that Kim might be ill. Comments by South Korea have failed to extinguish the rumors about Kim. This was fed by the silence of North Korea state media about their leader's whereabouts. Satellite images release Saturday shows that a train allegedly belonging to Kim Jong has been parked at its compound last week. Why do I sound like the Saturday morning cartoon narrator from the 1980s all of a sudden? How, how, how did I progress to that? How did we get there? The train presence does not prove... You know, I kind of like that. The train presence does not prove the whereabouts of the North Korean leader or indicate anything about his health. But it does lend weight to reports that Kim is staying at an elite area on the country's eastern coast. This was said by 38 North, a website specializing in North Korean studies, which released the photos. 
Chad O'Connell, CEO of Career Risk Group, which manages monitors North Korea, said if Kim was hiding due to COVID-19 fears, it would puncture a hole in the state media narrative of how the crisis is being perfectly managed. North Korea has said it has no cases. Liars. Lies. What y'all take us for? Y'all got cases. We're reporting it. There's people sick with COVID in North Korea. But according to them, they have no cases. According to Reuters, they say, quote, if he's merely trying to avoid infection, it should theoretically be very easy to release photos or videos of a healthy looking Kim Jong. Forty five said on Monday that he has a good idea of how Kim Jong Un is doing. Forty five went on to say, I hope I, I hope that he's fine. I don't want, I don't, I, I, I don't know what he's doing. You'll probably be hearing in the not too distant future. No, collusion. If y'all could just see me making this face, this Donald Trump face puckering my lips. No collusion. No collusion. He's my friend. And if he wasn't my friend, I'd fire him. He scratches my back and I scratches his. But still, it's no collusion. I'm literally sitting here in the park, looking in my mirror, puckering my lips out, acting like 45. Y'all gotta see this, man. I'm, I should be recording this on video. Matter of fact, we getting ready to jump into some video stuff anyway. Coming up soon. Let me get back to this story. Kim Jong-un. Where, where are you tonight? How could you leave 45 all alone? He searched the world over and thought he found true love. You met another and you was gone with COVID. Where the heck is this dude at? He's been very, 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 I mean, very quiet. You know who's talking all that joke before? COVID. He was talking about, oh, we're going to send missiles up. We're going to do whatever we want to do. And now he's missing. Nobody has seen him. Hey, 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 hey. Here's a question. Did he get COVID and expire? And they just don't want to tell nobody? Are they trying to maneuver people or pieces, put pieces in place to make sure that they keep that dictatorship going over there in North Korea? Is that really what's going on behind the scenes? Maybe we don't know. Hey, I I got a perfect idea. I I know the perfect thing to do. This just hit me like a lightning 
broad. Y'all gonna like this, this suggestion. Watch this. Since we've taken a look at the last dance of the Chicago Bulls dynasty run, and it's been featured on ESPN, they've been talking about Michael Jordan, They've been talking about Scotty Pippen and how Pippen sat out and his contract was doo-doo and he shouldn't have signed a contract and then uh, the owner didn't want to give him more and then how Pippen, you know, cost him possibly a championship, all of that. And the last one was focused on Dennis Rodman with his crazy behind. Why don't we send Dennis Rodman over there? Dennis Rodman is friends with Kim Jong-un. If anybody could get over there to see if his friend is doing okay, it would be Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Send him over there to find Kim Jong-un. I bet he knows where he's at right now. I bet Kim Jong-un is talking to Dennis Rock. Hold on a second. My sinuses are acting up. <coughs> My throat is... <coughs> no, I don't have COVID. Stop that foolishness. A black man can't cough in his own big body expedition with a sunroof on a beautiful day sitting in the park in reserve parking I might add some of you didn't you, you, you missed it from the first segment I was talking about the reserve parking but anyway send Dennis Rodman matter of fact I bet you Kim Jong Un is hiding in the same place the same place that Tony Kukoc is hiding in have you noticed they haven't said anything about Tony Kukoc in the last dance of the Chicago Bulls Tony Kukoc who was the sixth man of the year I think two years running maybe three Tony Kukoc who was an all-star Tony Kukoc who took Pippen's place Tony Kukoc that helped him to get the last freaking NBA title all they've been talking about is Pippen Jordan and Rodman they even mentioned Steve Kern there John Paxton got a mention where is Tony Kukoc Tony Kukoc and Kim Jong-un are hiding out together. It's as simple as that. It's simple math. As the lady in a mask walks by my car looking at me as I'm being animated and talking to you all on this sick show, she has no idea what I'm doing. Six, eight, 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 from my car. I'm just saying. 
something, something has really, 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 really happened. Now, it can come out tomorrow, and if it comes out tomorrow, then everything that I've said in this show is null and void, and he's okay, and smiling and everything. Okay, fine. But, where is Tony Coach? Where in the heck is Kim Jong-un? Six feet. Six feet is all I'm saying. Where in the world is Waldo? Where is Kim Jong-un? Are you on the phone? I'm doing my show, if you don't mind. Look how cute this is. I know that it's cute. Oh, I just thought it was so... As my daughter dropped by my new BGC Sports Kova mask. I think it's cool. It is wonderful, and it doesn't belong on your face. <laughs> Six fake. Mom said go get her food. She hungry. I don't give a fuck. Mom said she hungry. Okay, fine. Six fake. She said she want Popeye. I ain't going to no Popeye. Six fake. Mom said she want <laughs> Stop. <laughs> go give me Kova. Family members. This is what you have to deal with. Anyway, as I was saying, Kim Jong-un has not been seen. 45 is concerned about his boyfriend. And a matter of fact, I'm concerned about Kim Jong-un. Kim, I don't think Kim Jong-un is a bad guy. I don't I don't think that he's a bad guy per se. I think he's misguided. I think he might be a sociopath. I think maybe something happened to him when he was young, you know, to make him have that box head. Something, something happened. I don't think he's inherently evil. I, I, I just don't think that Kim Jong-un is like that. But I have been known to have been wrong before. I might be wrong now. But let me say this in closing. United States Navy just released pictures of UFOs that they encountered over waters. Unidentified flying objects. I don't know about aliens, but there are unidentified flying objects. If you can't identify a balloon, it can be classified as a UFO. Kim Jong-un might be in one of those unidentified flying objects. 
Maybe that's why we can't find him. We're looking on the ground. Maybe he's in the air. I'm just speculating. I'm just putting it out there. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this whole speculative show. Make sure you come back for more right here on this sick show. Yeah.